Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. You know, I was telling Teresa before I came over here that that was a lot of work in a short time for all those kids to put that together for um, everybody, all the adults helping, Jessica. So I, I just appreciate their hard work and their efforts. And yeah. When you guys see them here in a minute, make sure you tell them uh, how, how much you appreciate all that. And uh, those watching online, maybe send a, a thank you message. And uh, Teresa leaned over to me right before I walked up here and said, every time I see the heart eye emoji now, I'm going to think Jesus loves me. <laughs> so uh, that's good. Uh, used to be that I loved her, but now no, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll yield to Jesus. Um, all right, so I know that uh, we're at the very end, and they told me you better not preach anything, and so I promise not to preach. Uh, I, just, I just had to share a little bit. Some, uh, some of the things that uh, we heard this morning about Jesus and about um, how much he loves us, and this, the season is about Christmas, and um, I mean, the season is about Jesus. I just love that. And we talked last week about remembering it's uh, the celebration around Jesus and his birth is great. The presence that we have and the lights that we do and all the stuff around it. But we never want to forget the reason that we celebrate, right? I mean, we'll remind each other about that for the rest of our lives, hopefully. And uh, so I just wanted to, to share just briefly, um, every week during, well, actually every, uh, throughout the whole year, there is a calendar, it's called the lectionary. I, if you don't know anything about the lectionary, just Google it. Um, and it, ha it has really prescribed scriptures every day, which are awesome. And it's a great reading plan if you uh, don't have one that you're currently doing. Look at the lectionary. There's uh, free resources online. And um, so the lectionary is the Christian calendar. And there's different scriptures for each one of those days. And the, for, so for the season of Advent, we read Isaiah this morning, and there's a gospel reading. But I was reading the, the uh, scripture out of Thessalonians, and, and I was just blown away um, by this. And I just wanted to share just, just a little bit. You know, we're only 12 days until Christmas. Did you guys realize that? Right? Am I right? 12 days? 12 days. Um, so all the, the 12 days of Christmas, I guess, you need to start with your partridges and pear trees and all that. We, uh, you know, we're going to start those. But um, it, it's getting close. And I love the preparing. And I love looking forward with hope. And I love the joy that comes along with it. But I, I'm going I'm to read the scripture. And, and at first you're going to say, I'm not sure how that has anything to do with Advent or Christmas, but then uh, maybe you'll catch that. So uh, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, which it is in the Bible app, I try to put when I'm going to read scripture in there, if you go to the Bible app or the church's app, uh, it'll be in there too. Um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. 
you know, maybe you've heard that before, especially if you've been around the church, you've probably heard that before. There, there's a lot going on here. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's lofty, right? Like, how in the world? That's a, that's a big thing. It's, it's a rich scripture and a big ask in that scripture. But how do we do that? I think verse 23 holds the answer. It says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. And so that's what I just want to spend really the next... I don't know, five or six minutes, if you let me, just to help us understand that and how it ties into Advent. Okay, so the, this word sanctify is a word that has been around the church for a while, if you've been around. In our church, we talk about it a lot. Um, it means to be set apart. It means to be made holy or uh, set free from sin. It means purity. These are all the things that sanctify means. So, how are we supposed to be kept blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ? It is through that process. And just to give you a, a, the essence of sanctification is this, uh, and it's in the notes if you, if you want to write it down or tweet it. It's a good tweetable thing. It is the work of Did you catch that? Tied it in. It is the work of God in us through the Holy Spirit whereby we are transformed into Christ's likeness. The work of God in us through the Holy Spirit, whereby we are transformed into Christ's likeness. That is our goal, right? To be transformed into His image. We were created in the image of God. And as we draw near to Him and close to Him and our relationship with Him grows, then we are um, being transformed back into His likeness. This is His desire for us. And the day that that is perfected is the day that we are in His presence uh, when He either comes back or we die and go to be with Him. Our bodies and, and our souls and our spirits will be transformed. So there's a really an impossible list that Paul gives us, right? Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Like, that, that's, a, that's a big thing. And then he says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. Do not treat uh, prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Rejoice always? Have you been shopping lately? <laughs> you are to rejoice in those moments? Yeah. Pray continually? Seriously, who does that? Who is constantly in prayer? I mean, I remember in school, we called them holy rollers. You know, the ones who were praying continually. But it's a call of God to us. Give thanks in all circumstances? That's God's will. Is he crazy? Give thanks in every circumstance? Because there are circumstances in my life that I don't, can't imagine how I would give thanks. But he says, if we don't do those things, then we quench his spirit right you you begin to quench the spirit of god and this image of christ that we're walking towards as he draws with us begins to be quenched and taken away so uh, he goes on to to tell some other things he says reject evil so it almost sounds like he's saying what we tell our kids okay do good don't be bad <laughs> right okay thanks god that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to do good and not be bad. But here's the good thing. God never leaves us where we are. He never leaves us where we are. And that's what I love about the kids this morning. When they started this, and it, I'm just, I'm blown away, honestly, at the short amount of time that they had to prepare for this. That was a lot of work. I mean, a ton of work. And, but where they started at is not at all what you saw today right where they started at you wondered if the kids even knew how to stand you know what i mean like the, um, especially mine 
he mostly likes to dance, which is fine. But um, so, you know, you have that's where they started at. But they didn't stay there, right? They grew, they changed, they became. I saw one child who I know especially is shy, and she was not so shy this morning. Like, there's, there's, there's a growth that happens, and that's what God is doing to us. That's what His Spirit is doing to us. He never leaves us where we're at. He takes us further. It is important that we notice that God wants to sanctify us. And that's where I'm going with this whole thing. He wants to sanctify us. He looked at us and He said, the only way that this is going to happen the way that I want is if I do it. I have to do it. And I think that's the problem. That, that's the essence of holiness. There is no one else. There is no other thing. There is no thing that we can do. There is no uh, religion that we can follow. There is no rule that is going to make it right. God does this work. And why is this important? Because we cannot do it ourselves. It's impossible for us to do it. There's no amount of struggle. There's no amount of penance that we can say. There's no amount of uh, work that will lead to us being sanctified, being made holy, being made righteous. We can't do it, right? God is faithfully committed to our entire sanctification. He will do that work in us. So when He tells us, don't do bad, but be good, we and ourselves say, impossible. I cannot do that. I would love to, God, but I just cannot. He says, it's cool, I got you. If you will let me do the work in you. So here it is. Here, here's the essence of it. When we're saved, we receive Christ. That's what the kids were talking about today. And please, and we'll have the opportunity later, do not leave today. Do not turn the broadcast off. If you have not received Jesus, believed in him as the Son of God, and asked him to forgive you for your sins. That's, that's that. But that's not where he leaves us. That's like the beginning of the play. He wants to do more. It's a second work of grace, you may have heard it called. Uh, in our church, that traditionally we call it being sanctified, being made righteous, whatever word you want to use. There is a second work, a subsequent crisis of faith. Whatever kind of big word or small word you want to use, you're saved and then you're sanctified. It's a step. It's a progress. It's process. Have you ever noticed that when you get saved, you can still not seem to do right? It's a struggle. I'm always fighting and battling and in my own life. And I'll share this as I get in trying to close here. In my own life, I was telling the story. I was called into ministry. I was pre-med. My whole life was ahead of me. Uh, everything was going to be great. I was going this direction. And God changed my call somewhere in, I mean, changed my life's direction in the middle of college. Now I'm all of a sudden not pre-med, I'm going into ministry. And then I had a crisis, man. And I just walked all the way from God. Wanted nothing, turned my back on him. Just stepped away. And um, I can remember the, the struggle that I was having when I walked away. I was wallowing in sin. And I knew it was sin. I didn't care. Because I tried so hard for so long to be good. And I just couldn't do it. remember whenever I then asked Jesus to forgive me again like it took some time graduated college lost and I remember I, I, I turned to God and I said God I I didn't turn actually I fell on my face literally on my face on the carpet in my room I can still feel I've told before the, the 
feel of the carpet on my nose. Right? It's a vivid memory for me. And I said, God, I cannot live like this anymore. Would you please forgive me? And, and I went a step further and I said, I don't only want you to forgive me. I'm going to give you all of me. Because I can't do this. And I couldn't. I had failed miserably. So I gave God all of myself and my entire life changed. It was like looking through the lens of a heart emoji eyes. You know? Everything was great and everybody was awesome and I was giving thanks and everything and you know every challenge that came away oh that's good praise God anyway I tried to convert all my friends <laughs> who were standing with me and I lost about half of them like we don't talk anymore they completely step but that's okay you know whatever God has got me here we're, we're good now I've, I've you know the other half is cool because I was able to help step them through some of the process that I went through the reason I'm telling you this is because my life was like Paul describes in Romans 8. I do not do what I want to do, and what I want to do, I do not do. You know that scripture? I'm trying so hard to do what, I, what you want me to do, but I just can't do it. And the sin that I don't want to do, I keep on doing. It's back and forth and back and forth. That was my struggle. Verse 23 in the King James that we read today says, God wants to sanctify you wholly. W-H-O. Holy. In the New American Standard, it says he wants to sanctify you entirely. In other words, he wants to sanctify you all the way. He wants all of you, not just part of you. And how does that tie into Advent? Because Paul admonishes us, he tells us, to be blameless at the coming of Christ. And remember, Advent we're celebrating Jesus being born as a baby. We are also waiting for the return of our Messiah. Paul says we should be, while we're waiting, kept blameless. How are we going to do that? You can't. It's impossible. Unless you give yourself wholly to Him. All of you. You can't be partially. It doesn't say that He wants to partially sanctify you. He wants to partially make you righteous. He wants to make you wholly righteous, all of you. So today, I just want to tell you, as we wait on Jesus to come, it's an awesome time of joy and peace and, and it's excitement. And, and I love what we saw today and I love the message of receiving Jesus as our Savior, but God doesn't leave us there. So this morning, as we're watching the, the cuteness of these kids, unbelievable, and them saying we need to receive Jesus, and many of them, in fact, I'll let, I don't want to steal Jessica's thunder. Like, so many of them are wanting to be baptized now. They're saying, they're talking about Jesus coming into their hearts. And some of them for the first time. It's amazing. But the message that we have today is God doesn't leave you there. He takes you beyond that. So today, would you just pray with me? We're going to close. I don't, maybe that was five minutes. I hope it was. <laughs> maybe, maybe ten. I just wanted to tie in, and I couldn't leave it without the opportunity of, uh, if you are watching today or here today and you haven't received Christ or, or believed in Him as your Savior, ask Him to forgive you for your sins. It's very easy. Just say it like that. Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Come and live in my heart, and I promise to do my best to live for you the rest of my life. And then secondly, with your help, Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you enter my life? Second work, I am giving myself wholly to you. 
because I want to be righteous like you have called me to be. I want to be able to rejoice in every situation. I want to be able to give thanks no matter what comes in my life. I want to be able to love you and be a conduit of your love. I don't know where you're at today. One of those two prayers, I'm just asking this morning that you don't leave here today if you haven't done both of those things. Or you don't turn the broadcast off if you haven't done both of those things. And remember, you're going to start out today. God doesn't expect you to be perfect. It's a process. He's going to walk you through it. He's going to send His Spirit. His Spirit's going to live in your life. You're going to come up with a, to a struggle. Maybe it's the way you speak, and you're going to say, oh, God, every time that word comes into my mind, forgive me for that and just take it from me. I don't want it because now I only want what you want. It's a process. God, this morning, whoever here needs to hear this, whoever here is, is looking for uh, help from you, I pray, God, that you would give it. Holy Spirit, would you speak to our hearts? Draw us to your righteousness by the help of your Spirit, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, just thank you guys all so much. What a great day. Uh, here in a moment, we're going to take the offering, and uh, then we're gonna, they're going to close with the song, actually. If, uh, if you're here today and you have friends that you want to talk to about Jesus, uh, something we haven't done this in a while because we've, kind of been out with COVID, but we have, uh, for every season, we try to get these things. We call them engagers. We have a bunch of these out in the, in the hallway. If you're online and you're watching, then send a note, um, and we will, we can mail you some if you want. But uh, this one here is called The Perfect Gift, and it is just, it says, good news in troubling times. Very appropriate for now. All it is is the story of Jesus. And we call them engagers because they help you engage with people to uh, break the ice so that you can tell them about Jesus. You know, like somebody says, you know, I just wondered about this. Or what is all this Jesus talking about? Oh, well, hold on just a minute. Look at what I got. Look, the perfect gift. You want to talk about it? I got you covered. And it gives you ideas you can talk about or you can just hand it to them. Uh, everything we do, we want to do with intention to reach people for Jesus. Love like Jesus so lives are changed. Uh, anyway, these are out, out in the... Um, lobby and when you leave if you want some grab some uh Cerisa or one of the other greeters will be there to give you one and then uh while we're doing this offering today if you would like to give online you can go to lantana uh, excuse me lantana church give uh, or lantana church either one don't want to confuse you but there's uh, every way we also have these offering plates up here during this final song if you'd like to just come and drop something in the plate then you can step forward and do that uh, but if you're watching at home then or just give online lantana church give and uh, that'll get you there. Um, thank you guys all so much. Isn't it a glorious day? Get to celebrate Jesus with all these kids. And um, man, we wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Next week this will be our last Sunday of Advent. Hope you can join us. And until then, we'll see you all later. God bless you all. As we take this offering, God, and as we get ready to leave today, would you be with all of us? In Jesus' name.